The British Constitution provides that taxation and representation shall go together. Therefore, women taxpayers are entitled to vote. I have a dream today. Let freedom ring, and if America is to be a great nation, this must become true. Welcome to episode 20 of Only Human. This is the podcast where we try to dive deep into the art and the science of what it means to be human in a complex and dynamic world. I'm your host again, Tony Curran, and today we're going to tackle a topic that I know that some of you have actually asked for and uh, maybe some of you are waiting for. It's called It's About Damn Time. We talked about time management. You know, in our crazily fast-paced world full of time vampires like social media and uh, endless streaming uh, entertainment options, managing our time effectively has become more critical and more difficult than ever. But it's not just about squeezing more time into our day. It's about making space for things that truly matter to us. So you might be a seasoned planner or maybe you're somebody like me who's perpetually running behind schedule. This episode hopefully will have something for you. So let's get started like we always do with our Blue Threat Proverb of the Week. And this week it's number 15, the fourth dimension is the first decision. The fourth dimension is time. And what we're gonna look at is how we can simplify this down uh, into how much time do we need how much time do we have? And then how do we fix the difference between those two? Can we get more time? Do we need less time? And what are some of the ways we can use some strategies, some tools to fix a difference? So this exercise has become increasingly important for me lately. Um, I used to joke about uh, finding a way to get a little bit more done in that time block between midnight and 3 a.m. in the morning until it wasn't a joke anymore. A few weeks ago, maybe even more than a month ago, I started to wake up in the middle of the night, almost every night, worrying about how I was gonna get everything done. Then I started actually getting up and taking notes and doing work in the middle of the night. And I, ended up developing a deep fatigue level that impacted the ability that I had to use the time that I had even when I was awake, which of course led to more stress, less sleep, and the cycle deepens and deepens and deepens. Now, I don't know whether that sounds familiar to you or not, but my little sad story leads us to segment one of today's podcast, the psychology of time management. And we're gonna to get to that in just a minute right after a word from our sponsor. Have you ever finished the latest bestseller on habits or personal performance and asked, yeah, okay, but how? All the improvements you visualize while reading the books require one thing to achieve in your own life. Deliberate practice, a new way of focusing attention inside the routine to drive consistent improvement with every experience. Focused on getting the biggest impact from your career development opportunities, the Deliberate Practice of Professionalism course from Convergent Performance teaches you the steps and requirements to achieve improvement and mastery of your targets. Discover how deliberate practice can springboard your improvement efforts, 
no matter what they might be or your current skill level. Join us on our website at convergentperformance.com and click the link for e-learning to sign up for this exciting program today. So let's kick things off by looking at the psychology behind time management. Why do some people seem to have their life perfectly balanced and others are always in a rush? Why are our own lives sometimes seemingly rolling down a a smooth road or floating on a, a calm river, whatever metaphor you want to use? And other times it feels like no matter how far we stomp down on the accelerator, we can't seem to catch up. It often boils down to how we perceive our time and our habits around prioritizing tasks. So at at the end of the day, nobody can really manage time, right? I mean, we can't manage something that moves at its own pace. That clock ticks on at the same rate that it always has. So it's always been about managing ourselves, right? And that involves setting priorities, uh, maybe setting realistic goals, and avoiding procrastination. Here's the kicker. Our brain loves to prioritize things we like to do, and even more deeply loves to prioritize immediate rewards over long-term benefits. So that's why we always seem to find ourselves scrolling through social media instead of working on a report that do, report that was due next week, or in my case, last week, right? In some areas, though, uh, it can be a lot more critical than others. I've got an aviation example for you. Um, in general, pilots tend to run checklists before they descend toward a landing, right? Descent checklist, before landing checklist, etc. After a long period of kind of not too high of a workload at cruise flight, all of a sudden things start bunching up on us. And I've seen a host of people that ended up high and hot on final approach because 20 minutes earlier, they didn't jump on the opportunity they had to brief the approach and begin to run the checklist. One specific example, a tragic example, of this occurred uh, with a business jet uh, near Lake Tahoe in 2021, where the pilots got behind and instead of making more time, which they could have, decided to attempt to make it work in the time they had with uh, tragic results. So here's the deal. The pilots were cleared to land on one of, uh, one of Truckee Tahoe's uh, two runways, Truckee Tahoe Airport's two runways. So those are perpendicular to each other. Uh, One of them is shorter than the other. And in this particular case, the crew was flying a a Challenger 605 jet, and they decided they needed to use the longer runway because of the weight of the aircraft. They needed more room to stop. And so so instead of making a straight-in approach to the longer runway, which they needed, they continued to fly the approach to the shorter one and then did something called a circling. Very, you know, it's not hugely difficult, but it's, far more difficult than flying a straight end, right? And then they had to make a a necessarily sharp turn to line up with their intended longer runway. So because of all of this going on, um, they ended up flying too high and too fast. Um, And the co-pilot decided to do something to fix that. He opens up or extends what's called the speed brakes, often called spoilers. 
there are uh, hinge surfaces on the wings that are used to, to slow the aircraft. Um, you're not really supposed to use them close to the ground. They're exceedingly dangerous because you can forget or you can have the spoilers up at the same time you have the flaps down and basically the wing stops flying. Um, to make a long story short, uh, they aerodynamically stalled the aircraft and killed everybody on board. So in some areas of our lives, like, you know, how we manage our, our daily flow at ground speed zero and 1G room temperature, uh, we can get away with, um, with poor time management skills. But there are other areas, it's not just in aviation, where the results can be far more uh, dramatic and consequential. So what can we do differently? And that leads us to uh, segment two of the podcast today, strategies for effective time management. So let's talk about some of these strategies. It's certainly not a one-size-fits-all solution. It's about finding out what works for you and adapting uh, as your life changes and your work changes. So here's a few that I've uh, found to be pretty effective for me. Number one, do the tough stuff first. Because our brains want to delay uh, things that we don't enjoy in favor of things we do enjoy, if we make it a rule that when we get up in the morning and we've got a task that's not going to be fun for us, right? It might be a little bit more difficult. If we jump on that right away and get that done, that will set us up for a really, really effective day. In order to do that, we've got to look at uh, strategy number two. It's something that's been around for a while. It came out of uh, President Eisenhower, uh, who said, we have to understand the difference between what's important and what is urgent, right? And that came up, he came up with something called the Eisenhower box. Some of you probably know what that is. So there's a box and it's got four quadrants. On the vertical axis is importance and on the horizontal axis is uh, urgency. So if it's important and urgent, right, that's something you knock out right away, right? If it's not important and not urgent, that's something that you probably shouldn't spend much time on at all. And then there's the two critical boxes. What if it's very important, but it's not urgent? And then you've got something else that's very urgent, but not important. As you begin to pile up tasks, <clears throat> you end up always doing the urgent thing before the important thing, until the important thing turns urgent. Right? So again, it's kind of complex here to think about, but, but look at what's important and make sure you are building enough time in your schedule to do the important things and not just the urgent things. So that's number two, the Eisenhower box. Number three is something called time blocking. It's basically a scheduling function, right? It's uh, dedicating specific blocks of time for specific tasks or activities. Um, maybe you want to make sure you're getting your workout in, right? So you can do it one of two ways. You can say, you know, when I get a little bit of time, I need to go out and run. And that'll probably not work out so very well for you. Or you can say, you know what, between 11 and 1 o'clock, I'm going to take time to finish up what I was doing in the morning. I'm going to go get my workout clothes on, and I'm taking that run. I'll get back. I'll get cleaned up. I'll get back to work, and I'll be back in the seat by 1. So if you block that out, 
and you make that important thing into a specifically scheduled thing, you're far more likely to implement that as a habit. All right, uh, strategy number four that I found effective is something called the two-minute rule. Uh, two-minute rule is if I've got something that I can knock out in two minutes or less, I'm going to do it right now, right? One more thing that I can cross off my list. If something takes you less than two minutes, just do it immediately, right? Uh, it's surprising how many things you can line off uh, or that will bunch up on you at the end of the day that in many cases you have to carry over till tomorrow, which increases that stress level. So, so far we said do the tough stuff first, use the Eisenhower box between urgency and importance, time blocking or scheduling your important activities in a specific schedule for your day, the two minute rule, which is knocking anything out that's gonna take you just a few seconds, do it immediately. And the fifth one is a little more complex. Um, it's been around for a while, it's called SMART goals. SMART, S-M-A-R-T is an acronym and it stands for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, right? Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. And they can make your day far more productive because what you've done by making SMART goals is you've actually used the Eisenhower box to be able to give you uh, focus and prioritization on the things that are important and not just urgent. And then you've used a little bit of time blocking to schedule those things. So SMART goals kind of bring all five of these uh, strategies together. All right, on to segment three, which is uh, one of my favorites here, overcoming time management challenges. Um, even with your best strategies, you're going to face challenges in managing your time effectively. For all those reasons, distractions, which you can't really plan for very much, procrastination, which you can, and then unexamined commitments, right? Unexamined commitments. Somebody asks you, hey, can you give me a hand? moving this box, and then you don't realize it's 12 boxes and they want you to go over to their aunt's house to do it, right? So unexamined commitments, all can throw us off our game. So how do we deal with these things? How do we deal with these challenges? There's, there's four things I wanna offer. First, learn to say no. You don't have to commit to everything and you don't have to really give a big excuse about why you can't because you're basically staying on the important things, right? It's really important to protect your time for your highest priorities, right? So learn to say no uh, a little more often. Second one, biggie for me, limit distractions. Identify the things that commonly distract you. Uh, for me, if my little email bings, uh, I'm gonna look at it, right? I don't know why, I've just been trained by my brain that that might be really, really important. So what I do, I when I'm working on something that I really want to spend an hour on or maybe 90 minutes on, I'll silence the sounds on my computer. Now I still get the little blue pop-up in my Outlook box, but I try to minimize the way that things that interrupt me or distract me uh, can get in the way of my focus and attention. Obviously, cell phones are huge. Uh, turn the sound off, put it face down, um, 
you're likely not to get an emergency call in the next 60 minutes, right? Uh, number three, there's a lot of time management technology out there. Uh, you need to use it wisely. Um, make sure that whatever you're using, whether it's, uh, you know, Outlook or any other type of thing, that you're using alarms, um, make sure they work for you and not against you because they can become the distraction that they were designed to get rid of. And number four is kind of a holistic wrap up of um, time management challenges. Reflect and adjust to what's working for you. Uh, time logs are always really good for do a couple days. How much time did I spend on this? Try to account for every minute of the day. Of the day. And if you review how you're spending your time, you can adjust your strategies as needed. What worked for me a month ago will not work for me today, right? Uh, what's working for me today probably won't work for me a month from now. So you've got to constantly stay on top of this thing. And it's a self-leadership skill, just like everything else uh, we teach here on the podcast. So as we wrap up today, I want you to remember a couple of things. Uh, time management isn't just about efficiency. Time management is about how you want to live. Right? It's about making time for the things that truly matter to you. That might be work-related, or it might be time spent with loved ones, pursuing a hobby, working on personal growth, listening to a podcast, right? No matter how you prioritize the things in your life, make sure that it helps you to live a more balanced and fulfilling life. Right? So that's what this is really all about, not getting more work done. Although a nice side value benefit is that once you begin to manage your time more effectively, you can get more work done. Which leads me back to how I end up in this, this death spiral. Once I start getting more work done, I think I'll always be able to get more work done. And so I add more work, which then unbalances my life, with, which then leads to me squeezing time in the middle of the night trying to get things done. So when you learn that, you should be able to avoid it a little more the next time. So uh, take a moment to reflect on your priorities. Are you making time for them? And if not, it's about damn time you started. So thanks for joining me again on episode 20. This is a, uh, a milestone for us, episode 20. Uh, I've been kind of using every five as a milestone. Uh, 25 will be a big one for us, but geez, I remember when we began this, we wondered how we were gonna have enough time to do our weekly podcast. And then we remembered what our mission is, to help as many as we can, as many ways as we can, um, in as many places as we can for as long as we can and uh, realized that that was important and not just urgent. So we scheduled the time and made the time to offer you our humble podcast. So thanks for joining me on the ins and outs of time management. I hope you found some strategies, uh, tools, techniques, insights uh, that'll help you take control of your time, make the most of every day. Remember, we are only human and perfection isn't necessarily the goal progress is. Uh, you can achieve perfection in small amounts, but the only path to perfection is progress. And so try making a little progress on your time management skills here this week. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, please share it. 
with somebody who might need a little help in managing their time or be interested in human performance. And don't forget, subscribe to Only Human for more insights uh, into the art and science of uh, living well. Until next time, I'm Tony Kern, reminding you to make each moment count. It's about damn time. We'll see you soon.